The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Hey, it's Friday, March 18th, 2022. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, and here's the latest. Mike Tyson's cannabis brand, Tyson 2.0, announced this week that it was releasing a new product, cannabis gummies in the shape of an ear with a bite taken out of them. The gummies are called Mike Bites, and they're a nod to the time that Mike Tyson infamously bit Vander Holyfield's ear during a boxing match. Tyson joked on Twitter that these ears actually taste good. Tyson's cannabis products are currently available in Colorado, California, and Massachusetts. Tyson 2.0 plans to be expanding in Michigan very soon. A South Dakota man, Michael Caranda, age 46, of Bonham County, attempted to make himself brownies one day using butter laced with THC. He had purchased the butter in Colorado, where cannabis is legal, and brought it back to his home in South Dakota, where cannabis is illegal, even for medical purposes. In an unfortunate error, Caranda's mother served the pot lace brownies to seniors at a community center card game. Shortly after that, the police began receiving many calls about a possible poisoning, and upon investigating, they realized that the seniors were unknowingly under the influence of THC from Caranda's brownies. Caranda was arrested and charges were pressed. He had no intention of any of this happening, and he apologized to the court. Judge Cheryl Gehring acknowledged that he did not intend for the brownies to be served for seniors. She also noted that he did not have a criminal record and that as a vocal music teacher at a local school, she said, you have a lot of good things to offer the community where you live. However, Judge Gehring went on to verbally admonish him, saying that if he was using drugs to deal with personal struggles, that turning to marijuana was not a solution. She also said she was disturbed that he had transported the butter across state lines. She said he had let his students down and that as a teacher, he should be held to a higher moral standard. The judge further said she would be reporting him to the State Department of Education, which would impact his eligibility for employment, and that could follow him across state lines. As a final jab, she said that his actions were more in line with a person half his age. As a conclusion, the judge said that she would sentence him to two months in jail, two years on probation, paying thousands of dollars in fines and court costs, and he's also being required to write an apology letter to the seniors. Caranda has also had to resign from his job with the local school district. South Dakota has had a tug-of-war relationship with legalizing marijuana, and the governor is certainly not a fan. But hopefully they can come to a realization pretty soon that it's just a plant. And as many other states have shown, it has a lot of value. As a medicine, as recreation, and as an excellent source of tax revenue for the states. In a time when it's not unusual to have employees poached from one cannabis company to another, it's important for businesses to be able to retain their employees. The Cannabis Business Times released a report on the best cannabis companies to work for. Their study was done across multiple states where recreational or medical marijuana is legal. The questions that were asked to employees to determine the rankings covered many aspects of employment, including leadership, planning, corporate culture, communication, relationship with supervisors, training, development, pay, benefits, and overall engagement. 
The survey also took into consideration some of the benefits that employers provided, such as health insurance, paid time off, retirement plans, profit sharing, tuition reimbursement, and efforts to create and foster a culture of diversity. The employees' overall job happiness, satisfaction, and sense of pride in working for the company were the biggest determiners of what makes a company the best to work for. According to their study's results, the top 10 companies to work for came from all different states. The number one spot went to Cush House in Oklahoma. The number two spot goes to Velvet Cannabis in California. And number three also goes to California at a therapeutic alternative. The rest of the top 10 can be found on the mnewsnow.com or at the cannabisbusinesstimes.com. Oklahoma may have found a creative and safe banking alternative for the state's cannabis industry. Using the success of cryptocurrencies as an example, House Bill 3279 proposes a hack-resistant payment tracking system. It will be autonomous, cashless, and use virtual currency to electronically transfer digital funds. In addition, the measure plans for regulation of the virtual currency including a requirement that the currency must be designed to be transferred or converted at the face value of $1, according to the bill's summary. On March 15th, the State House overwhelmingly passed the bill and sent it on to the Senate, where it will hopefully be voted into law. Representative Justin Humphrey, who sponsored the bill, hopes it will help the state cannabis industry in two ways, by making sure the legal people have a means to pay money and the illegal people can't operate. This type of creativity could be an answer to the current problems associated with an industry that's unable to use traditional banking methods. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com. Later.